Welcome back to Postscript, where we're talking all things, all creatures, great and small. We are on season one, episode three. I'm Beth Capello. And we're at the halfway mark. And I'm Christina Ziders. There's so much to talk about with this episode that I think we should just dive right in. So um, I'm feeling really sad. Um, So how are you feeling? Um, Downright depressed. (laughs) This was... A rough one, uh, an when, emotional roller coaster. Yeah, I, I this is uh, this is my second time watching it, and uh, when I saw that it was only episode three where this came in, I was just like, "Oh my gosh, they hit us early!" I forgot how early they hit us in this this season. Emotional roller coaster, jaw drop, so much. tears. <laughs> I was I was like chilling back at first, and then all of a sudden on the edge of my seat, yeah, freaking out. Um, so. Absolutely yeah. freaking So this out. was this was a rough one. Uh, we're all with you. It was super sad. Um, but there is a theme, an underlying theme here of people taking care of each other and taking care of animals the best they can. So there that's the silver lining. Is yeah. there is some some niceness here. Um so let's just like dive into the recap. Uh the episode opens with Tristan coming downstairs in his PJs. And he is, for some reason, trying to hide from Farnan. I think he's just trying to, like, slack off. I think <laughs> I can't so, think too. of any other reason. <laughs> um, and Farnan comes down. He uh, Siegfried Farnan. Is, he comes down. He's dressed to the nines. He's going to the race course because he's hoping to get the new lead vet job there. And uh, he leaves James in charge of the morning rounds and notices that the petty cash is completely empty. And he immediately... Um, blames Tristan for spending all the money. Makes sense. But it turns out Mrs. Hall actually was using it for groceries because no one's chased the bills in a while. <laughs> That's so funny. And and seeing Tristan run around and hiding reminded right. me of when I was a kid. I would like sneak into my sister's room in the morning before while she was in the shower yeah. before I went to school. <laughs> and I would steal her clothes. And then I would put them under like a hoodie and okay. sweatpants. And then I'd have her clothes underneath. And she was like... She would yell at me. Right. Because she knew something was missing. Oh, later. all the time. She would put like like little booby traps up. She'd put like a piece of paper in the door so that when you open the door, the piece of paper would fall. I'd have to find where she put it <laughs> to put it back. This? So strategic. Examine it. She would get so you mad. Go in there. Yep. So like that whole hiding thing and being like, oh, <gasps> no. I'm going to get caught. I was <laughs> like was in the feels. It was right there. <laughs> I was like me. in the moment. I felt the stress. <laughs> Anyway, so it's comical, uh, comical relief that we will need later. Oh, yes. So um, anyways, when um, Siegfried leaves, he puts Tristan in charge of chasing the bills, which, you know, seems risky since he just blamed Tristan for stealing the money. I know. We'll get to that later. <laughs> I know you may have spent the money, but go get it. <laughs> right. And Siegfried um, puts Mrs. Hall in charge of keeping an eye on uh, Tristan, too. Mm-hmm. So she she's keeping an eye on Tristan to make sure he doesn't, I guess, spend all the money. Um, but she gets distracted in the market by mm-hmm. um, Helen and Jenny. Anyway, so James leaves for the morning rounds. There's a standoff at the bridge with Helen's... Um, well, we don't know what he is exactly. We yeah. know that they're together. So there's a standoff. It's real awkward. Uh, they both back up to let the other one go. It, it's, I mean, yeah. it's just real <laughs> awkward. It was really, really funny. It was and funny to watch. Oh, James sorry. Oh, frustrated. sorry. <laughs> James is like, why is this guy just so nice? Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so they, they finally, they pass each other. Everything's fine. Like, Hugh's very nice. And Farnan is meeting. 
uh, General Ransom. Is that his name? Yeah, I thought it's that was a very show interesting <laughs> name, General Ransom. It's in the show notes. I didn't catch it. Um, Farnan is meeting him because he's like the big boss at the race race course. And um, yeah, Siegfried really wants this job. Hugh is vouching for Siegfried, even though Siegfried is saying that a horse is a horse. And this isn't going over well no. with, the, with the lead boss. He, he thinks racehorses are particular. They're better. Better, like, I guess. Like, he thinks bread. a cart horse is just a worthless horse. Exactly. I don't know. They do the work. <laughs> they, they have to be pretty darn strong. Right. Um, but while he's there, a horse goes down. And Siegfried kind of gets this whole trial by fire like he put James through in the first episode. That's true. So... Uh, Siegfried has to go out, diagnose this horse. He doesn't see any sign of sprain or fracture, but the horse just isn't getting up. And he said maybe he hit his head on the way down. And they try to lift the horse, and it doesn't work. So Siegfried's like, well, let's let's give him a moment to catch his breath. And uh, the guy in charge, um, General Ransom, is like, let's just winch it off, which sounds really violent, but I, I, don't, I, I couldn't do a quick Google and, like, actually understand what it means. But he's like, no, no, no. And he gets down. Siegfried gets down, calms the horse, reminds it to breathe, which is what I do with my chihuahua, Nolly. Like, (laughs) remember to breathe. I have to do that to my dog, too. (laughs) (laughs) And then they hoist it up again manually, and the horse gets up and... Um, just needed a minute. Right. He, just the horse just needed a minute. Like, I he just, just fell down. It's, it's very stressed out. Exactly. And uh, Siegfried kind of gives General Ransom a piece of his mind. And mm-hmm. uh, the general's not used to it. But Siegfried explains later that he just um, he cares deeply for the animals. He always puts the animals first. and Because um, people are the bother. <laughs> people cause all the bother. And we find out in the episode that um, Siegfried went, uh, served in World War I as a vet, and he had to treat horses that were in the battle. And when the battles were over, they basically just shot the animals because it was cheaper to put them down than to bring them back, mm-hmm. which... Um, so sad. Yeah, that one... Siegfried loves animals. I that know. wouldn't go over well. So he feels like he's repaying a debt every time he helps a horse. And so he's very passionate about horses. Um, but we're going to jump into the um, the market. And Mrs. Hall is spying on Tristan. <laughs> Tristan is trying to chase the bills. And everyone's like, no, I don't have any money. And he's like, conveniently, you're at a market, so you must have some money. Yeah. He's doing like half good job. Like, right. He's, sometimes try- he's getting he it, trying. Sometimes he's not. Right. Um, but then he notices one uh, Mr. Dinsdale going into the bar. And Crazy. He follows him into the pub. And he's like, fancy seeing you here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you didn't have any money. Uh, and yeah, so he, he's into the pub and he, he we meet a girl, a cute girl. And mm-hmm. they kind of make eyes and flirt with each other a little bit. And she reminds him that, like, the pub's a great place to collect money because wallets get loose. They get looser, I guess, is the term. Oh, she yeah. I can't Once remember. you get a drink in somebody, they're just, here's the money. They'll give you your money back. <laughs> so he did it and he got all the money. Yeah. And then, and then magically, somebody stole it all from his wallet. Right. <laughs> right. By buying drinks. For everyone. <laughs> For everyone. Way to go, Tristan. <laughs> but this all happened because Mrs. Hall took her eyes off of him. Because she found Jenny and Helen in the market. And exactly. Jenny was giving Helen lip. And um, Mrs. Hall kind of jumped in and said, you're doing a great job. Would you like me to take her off your hands so you can get a break? Mm-hmm. And Helen's like, you sure it wouldn't be a bother? 
And so Mrs. Hall's like, of course not. And she takes um, Jenny for the day, too. Um, They get a call that there is a problem with um, Hugh's horse. And James goes to uh, see about the horse. I know. In this episode. And uh, they think it's just colic. But when James shows up, he knows it's not ordinary colic. Yeah, I mean, the Uh, the horse is kicking and... Screaming. Yeah, screaming. I don't know. So upset. It definitely looks like it's in pain. A lot of pain. A lot of pain. So James does a thorough exam. We have another exam where he is shoulder deep. So graphic. In a large animal. And he just kind of whispers, poor thing. So we know it's it's not good. He tells Mm -hmm. uh, the caretaker that it's too late. The tissues are dying. And the only thing they can do is put the horse out of its misery. Um, and this doesn't sit well and the caretaker, um, wants to have a second opinion. So mm-hmm. they try to get a hold of Siegfried and it, Siegfried has already left the race track. Yeah. So, and so he's not reachable yeah. and he Hugh, was on his way he back. He was on his way back. Because he's wondering where his horse is. Right. And that's what, okay. like, and that's when we find out that Andante is the horse that he's treating because you right. kind of think that yeah yeah well yes because you, it wasn't it's like implied that confirmed. it's Hugh's horse that's true yeah until he goes to actually like he asked what the name was he said Antante yeah when he goes yeah and I mean Siegfried and Hugh were both talking about how they they've known this horse forever since little babies since foul, and foul. Yeah. so like they both are invested and I felt and Siegfried's uh, been helping with all of the horses at Hughes Estate. So. Yeah, so it's yeah. so emotional. I was like on the edge of my seat when he went to the back of his car to get. Uh, to I, get know. I know. So this is where everything just gets real heavy, guys. So uh, James can't wait for a second opinion. It's too much. The source is in too much pain, and he goes and he gets this thing that's called literally the horse killer. And you know, know where it's going, uh-huh. so you're just like, oh god! And like your your heart is just <sighs> pounding. My I was my sweating, heart was pounding, and it hurt, and I was freezing, but yeah. like sweating. And I was like, oh my gosh, please, somebody get there yeah. first! Like, what if it's a right, wrong diagnosis? Sure. Like, right, because that has happened. I know, Siegfried, get there. Like, Hugh, get there. Somebody, They've please stop this, this from doubt. happening. <laughs> and also, like, because I, I mean, you're a lover of animals, you mm-hmm. have animals, like, yeah. I would want to be there. Yeah, my you know? my heart literally hurt. I know. Like, I was, it was so, so sad much. because you would want to be there. Yeah, and then you you weren't, and you weren't. Oh, yeah, it was so sad. Yeah, and we kind of see that in the postmortem. Yeah, uh, Hugh wants to be there. He owes it to the horse. So yeah. that's our our other cue that like Hugh doesn't see this horse as just a money maker. Like so many people were basically just treating this horse. Like, well, do you know how much this horse is worth? Yeah, but Hugh wants to be there. To see the exam and to like, I guess, have that closure. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that was also brought up when he went to go see Siegfried and he was yelling at him. Yeah. about uh, James killing his horse. Right. And so, and Siegfried, this is the first he's hearing of it. Right. And he's like, well, and it was great to hear him like, you know, if, it was, if that's the diagnosis, I agree with it 100%. Right. Well, and he kind of implied that, of course it is. Like, James knows what he's doing. He did stand up for James, which I thought was really, really great. Yeah. But then um, Hugh was saying that he should have been there for him. And so that could mean that Siegfried should have been there for James. Right. Or Siegfried should have been there for Andante, the way Hugh should have been there for Andante. Yeah, I kind of read it more like... 
Siegfried should have been there, like basically to say to to verify. Yeah, as a second off. opinion. But also, um, when Siegfried comes back with, "I wish I had been there." I think it's more so because he knows how difficult it is to put down an animal. Oh yeah. So that's how I read that. Um, but anyways, he get, he gets, so many different ways. But right. anyway, <laughs> so he gets he gets the horse killer and and like Nicholas Ralph is the guy that plays James. He's a great actor. Like you can mm. see his hands are shaking. I know. And he looks like he's about to just burst into tears, which I mean, exa- exactly how I would feel. Oh yeah. And um, so he, he goes in. He knows what he has to do. He, before he goes in, he asks what the horse's name is, and that's when we find out it's a Dante. And uh, he goes in, and he shushes the horse, tries to calm it. The men are holding him, and he says, this will be over soon, Dante. And it Still, happens. Yeah. He puts him down. Oh, and it's Tears just, everywhere. It's, <laughs> it's rough. Um, this is when Hugh enters mm-hmm. and he is furious um, oh, yeah. because I mean his horse was going to compete in a race the next day and win right and like everybody thought everybody win. knew and now he's dead and he mm-hmm. had no idea any of this was happening this is in the time before cell phones folks I know it's, <laughs> it's so sad so Hugh gets in he like wants to physically fight James like I he would like, too. Puts him up against the wall. I get it. it. He cares about this horse, and he says, "Get out now." And I think this is like James leaves. He wants to get out, mm-hmm. so he leaves. And he was kind of standing over Adante, and you can tell he's like he's really grief stricken. Like I feel yeah. like everything about it's just very sad. I mean, he stops in the middle of the road and right. just breaks down. Yeah, I was still. I still had my jaw dropped hands over my mouth on the edge of my seat at that point. Oh, you're talking still. about James. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. and he was, he, yeah. James went. Yeah. I mean, he's an incredible actor to be able to, Oh yeah. like these horse, the, these animals are trained to act. So yes. he's not actually putting down the horse. Thank God. Like I just reminded myself, <laughs> like this horse is fine. It's still alive. It's okay. Um, but yeah, so this is like a really touchy moment because James is brand new mm-hmm. and he has, he tried to send a cow to the butcher just last episode. Um, and there's this like doubt, like, did he make the right call? Should he have waited for foreign and should he, should he have just waited and gotten yeah. the second opinion before? But he, this horse was just in so much pain and I don't think he could take it. Like James just couldn't take it. His heart hurt too much. So anyways, uh, Siegfried gets back from the race course and he's, bragging to Mrs. Hall about how great, how impressive he was. And he's so glad that she talked him into uh, bringing on James because this means that he can take on this extra work. And Mrs. Hall's kind of disconnected. She's not bragging back like, yeah, yeah, I knew better. And uh, he's like, what's wrong with you, <laughs> essentially? <laughs> and Mrs. Hall admits that she thought that she could help Helen with Jenny. Helen's concerned because Jenny doesn't want to do anything other than be on the farm. And Helen wants her to see life outside of the farm. So uh, she feels like she hasn't really made an impact on it. And she said that, you know, it's hard for it's hard to have your sister acting like your mother. And Siegfried kind of jumps in and says it's no fun for the other party either. So we see this connection where uh, Siegfried is obviously taking care of Tristan because he's the older brother. And it's that same dynamic with Helen and Jenny. Um, so that was a. Uh, a nice little insight into our character development. But this is when Hugh comes and barges in and rats out James for killing his horse. <laughs> and, uh, yes, Siegfried stands up for him. 
And uh, Hugh lets Siegfried know that he's been advised to talk to a lawyer, and this is when Siegfried um, agrees to do a postmortem. Yeah. So just to be sure. And after Hugh leaves, he bring, Siegfried brings James in and asks how he's doing, and James is like, well, I'm trying to be okay. And he's like, are you sure about the diagnosis? Like, it couldn't be anything else. Mm-hmm. He's like... I don't think it could be anything else. And that's when Siegfried pulls a Siegfried and is like, you don't think it could be anything else? And we get this, like, this other level of doubt thrown into our faces. So uh, in the morning, we (laughs) enter Tristan. In the morning, Tristan (laughs) comes and says he collected all the money. And Siegfried asks for it immediately because he knows his brother. He he asks for the money. 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 Give it to me. Money, money, money. Money, money. And Tristan just runs away. <laughs> That's such like a younger so, sibling move once yeah, again. Like, nope, I'm I'm out of here. So he runs away because he doesn't have the money. He No, it's such comic relief, though. He's hedging on this bet that he placed after finding out that Adante is no longer in the mm-hmm. race on the second best racehorse. So he has to wait for the money to come in. He needs to wait for this race to happen. Um. So, and Helen is back. She's going to um, try to calm Hugh down. And she drops Jenny off with Mrs. Hall again. And as she's leaving, there's this clattering from the vet office. And we find out that uh, Jenny is making a mess. I think the emasculator's on the table again. I think so. <laughs> the big, very yeah, the large big, emasculator. Yeah, the very large emasculator. Oh. and. She's just like, oh, so you're interested in uh, veterinary work. Mm-hmm. So she's like, here, like, I'll put you to work. Here's animal shed duty. And she takes uh, Jenny out there. And Jenny's like, oh, I know all about animals. I grew up around animals. Like, I don't need to know anything else. And so Mrs. Hall kind of quizzes her. It's cute because I it's a very really motherly cute. move. She quizzes her like, well, what, what do you do if, if a rabbit has ivy poisoning? And she's just like. The only rabbits I know is are for eating. <laughs> and so uh, she leaves a book with Jenny. So she very sneakily gets Jenny to read about something she's actually interested in, mm-hmm. which is animal care. And th- yeah. So there she goes is Mrs. Hall taking care of people once Mrs. again. Mrs. Hall is taking care of people and helping Helen by showing Jenny a world outside of farming. So exactly what she wanted to do. Like... Way to go, Mrs. Hall. I just love Mrs. Hall. <laughs> she's she's 100% amazing. <laughs> she is so, so great. Um, so th- it's the morning. Everyone's nervous. James can't eat. And Siegfried is going to go do this postmortem exam. Um, I thought it was really touching that Siegfried took the time to, like, pet Adante before he started the exam. He's just mm-hmm. like, because he's been caring for this horse since yeah, it he was loves born. Him. So it's, he loves I mean, animals. It's very touching. Uh, Hugh is there. He says, you really shouldn't be here. And he's like, I owe it to Adante to be here. So he oversees it. And uh, word gets out that James Harriet is a horse killer. <laughs> the horse killer. The horse killer. Harriet the, Harriet horse, killer. the horse killer. I felt so bad. Uh, when he gets to the farm to check on a calf um, that he's seen twice now. Um, and Tristan actually stands up for him. Like he says, listen... Uh, James is who you have to deal with, so it's James or no one. And they they let him go in and look at the calf. Um, So, and then we fast forward. Um, We're back in town. Tristan asks Maggie at the bar who won the race because he's Mm -hmm. scared out of his mind that somebody other than, what was it, Finley Bay 
someone other than Finley Bay one, but Finley Bay one. And Tristan is so happy. He says, I'm so happy I could kiss you. And she says, not without my say-so. Yeah. He's like, no, he you're right. Permission. And she's like, well, what are you waiting for? And so they kiss. A love interest is born. Oh. And uh, uh, Helen comes back for Jenny. And Mrs. Hall tells her she's doing a great job, but that Jenny's getting older. And maybe yeah. Helen should just be the big sister again. Yeah, she doesn't not need her to mom. mother her as right. much. She can just be a sister for now. Um, and and we find out when um, Siegfried comes back to the office that James was right and Dante was in terrible pain. He wouldn't have done anything differently. He would have also put the horse down. And James kind of like collapses into a chair and oh, just yeah. starts sobbing like he's relieved, obviously, but he still feels terrible. And Siegfried is like... Well, it makes sense because you had to put a beautiful young animal down. Like, of mm-hmm. course, you're going to feel awful about it. And then um, Tristan comes back because it's a heavy moment again. Oh, Tristan. So Tristan comes back <laughs> and Siegfried's like, there you are. Where is it? At, like implying like, where's the money? The and, money. <laughs> and Tristan has it. And Siegfried's like, I'm going to count every single cent to make sure it's all accounted for. Mm-hmm. He doesn't trust Tristan. I don't know why he sent him out to collect the money. I guess because he wasn't doing anything else. I guess. And he probably didn't <laughs> want to go collect it himself. True. I mean, it's it's, it's busy work. It's, it's busy a, work. Yeah, exactly. Right. So um, they're getting a lot of calls for, you know, people needing animal care. And no one wants James to visit the animals. So Siegfried, we end the episode with Siegfried saying, James is taking all the calls tomorrow. And he puts his feet up on the table. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's the end scene. That's it. I mean, it's great that Siegfried gives that opportunity and says like townspeople have to learn right to like, like no, James. he made He's the here. right call he did the right thing He's a good I stick vet. up for him yes. i mean even he was given the the job he was offered the job if he would fire james oh yeah that's right right that and then the very end yeah but he he stuck to his guns he said no this the, is like, the he animals made come the, first animals come first this is the right call i am not going to fire james mm-hmm. just because it's not popular. Exactly. It's not a popular Just thing. He, and, and he's such a good guy for doing that. Yeah. Because, you know, it's a, like a little dream job of his. He loves being around horses. Yeah. This is his, it's literally his dream job. And I he know. turns it down because he, he trusts James. Yeah. And so he's going to stick up for him. And he's yeah. the best assist, assistant he ever had. So he's not a mayfly. Exactly. He's, he's not, not a, a mayfly. mayfly. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Way to go, James. He made the right call. Tough one. Yeah. But he made the right call. And so. that's, that's part of veterinary care, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, very much, unfortunately. But yeah, I. I oh, yeah, it was what a, lot. a roller coaster. It was a lot. And like my heart is still kind of like hurting and beating yeah. a little bit fast because it's just, it's a, it was a lot to deal with. Adante just looked so sweet too in that like last moment. Oh. I was like, please, can I just give him a hug? Right at can the heartstrings. <laughs> so much, so much. Oh my gosh. So if you have any thoughts on the show after watching, please like send us an email. So our email is postscript at WITF.org. Or if that is too long to remember, PS at WITF.org. That's easier. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we return, we'll take a closer look into episode three. Support for All Creatures Great and Small on Masterpiece is made possible locally by Pleasant View Communities and UPMC.
Welcome back to Postscripts, All Creatures Great and Small. So we're going to take a closer look at some of our favorite moments from episode three. So what stood out to you, Beth? Oh, my gosh. Um, so I, I took a very deep, closer look into horse racing. Oh, okay. And a little bit of sports betting. So um, I came to find that horse racing is the second largest spectator sport in Great Britain. Oh. Did you know that? Like today? Yeah. Okay. Due to Wikipedia and Google. <laughs> as as so this, accurate as it is. What's, do you know what number one is? Or That would have been really smart to look up. No, up. that's okay. I can <laughs> look it up real quick. No, don't worry about it. We'll find out. Somebody else can Google it. Somebody can, please let us know. They can email us. Why didn't I do uh, that? P.S. At WITF.org. Tell us the answer. Yes, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> Why didn't I do that? Anyway. It's all okay. Right. <laughs> it happened. Um, so the first horse races took place in um, Britain. They were organized in Yorkshire around 200 AD. Oh, my gosh. Very, that is very long time and ago. And in Yorkshire. Yes. Yeah. So this is like ground zero. I know. Isn't that crazy? Um, so fast forward a, a lot. And in 1750. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's skip. We're fast forwarding 1500 a lot. years. I did. I didn't want to go. That would have been a <laughs> that lot. Would have been a lot. Yeah. A long history of I horse racing. I did not want to do that. <laughs> um, the Jockey Club was formed in 1750 okay. to create and apply the rules of racing. Okay. So they were just there to make sure that people were following the rules. All it right. took them a long time. To form this. Oh, okay. So I hope people were following oh, the rules previously. Oh, you mean previously. like since, since 200? Yeah, 200 okay. AD. Okay, yes. Yeah. 1750. I mean, a very long lead up. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. There were no rules before this. No rules. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Free for all. Um, so the Jockey Club governed the sport until it was handed to the British Horse Racing Board. And that was, they were responsible for, like, the strategic planning, financing, the politics, race planning, training, marketing. That's, it's but, a whole industry now. I know. But the Jockey Club continued to regulate the sport. Okay. Okay. And then in 2006, it formed the Horse Racing Regulatory Authority to carry out the regulatory process while it focused on owning 13 race courses. Sorry, I lost my spot in my That's notes. That's okay. Also, that couldn't there were read a lot of, the there's word. There's a lot of numbers happening right now. I wrote, I wrote a little scratchy. Oh. <laughs> my brain was going too fast. I need to type these. Um, so, yeah, they own 13 race courses. In July 2007, then the Horse Racing Regulatory Authority merged with the British Horse Racing Board. Oh, so there were two... Two... F- two f- Factions? Factions that And then they formed the British Horse Racing Authority. Okay. Very interesting. Okay. Okay. All right. That's what I, that's what I got official. on the racing. Okay. That was a lot. <laughs> it was really short, but it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot, lot of research. <laughs> I know it was. Um, but also, did you know in 1937 is when Seabiscuit was in America? I did not know that. I didn't know that either. I, just, I don't know why. I watched that movie when I was younger. See, I did not watch the movie. Oh. So I don't know that they... I don't oh, know. Seabiscuit won the hearts. of the marketing, so... Uh, it, <laughs> Seabiscuit won the hearts of many, many Americans, um, especially at post-war. So, okay, yeah. you know, many Americans um, loved Seabiscuit. It was a good distraction. Yeah. And he won 33 of 89 races between 1935 and 1940. So, like, six seasons. Okay. 
I mean, that number that doesn't I mean, it sounds like it is a lot of races. Yeah. Uh, It was how many out of 33 of 89 races. Okay. Okay. So we raced almost 90 times. Okay. That's a lot of races. That is a lot of races. 133 of them. And because he was so good, uh, Americans loved him. This is like um, when batting averages come up and I'm always like, but that number seems so low. And they're like, no, that's a really great batting average. And I'm just like, it's funny. Okay. It does seem low, but I think (laughs) for a horse... It's right. It's pretty I mean, good. I feel like horses should be able to just chill. They're beautiful animals. I know. Like they should run for fun. They should not not just because we're betting on them. Exactly. <laughs> but that's how I feel about all animals. They should just be chilling. They should live in their should best just be life. Loved and cared for. Pet a lot. Lots of hugs. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Sidebar. I, I feel, <laughs> no, I feel the same way. Like. I like that um, when police dogs, they get a retirement. I like that they get a retirement. Oh, I but love I'm also that. like, doggos shouldn't be, they just shouldn't be working. I know. <laughs> I know. They should only but, get kisses and cuddles, but they're important. Yeah, they're amazing. I, yeah, they are. <laughs> and I, I almost actually uh, signed my dog up for the being a therapy dog. Oh, yeah. Because he's just, he loves everyone so much. Oh. And he has like three legs. And he's such a sweetheart. He's so empathetic. Yeah. He goes up to kids. Like, if my kids are, like, crying or something, he he's wants like, to go up to them right. and try to, like, pet me. Yeah, You'll feel I'll better. You. I'm not sure if it's for him or for them, but, you know. It's just, probably like, always, for them. I think I mean, so. My my chihuahua's always angry, but if I'm sad or upset about something, she is, like, on me. And she just wants to, like, kiss my face all over. Oh, Dogs are just the best. They just, they just are. And Cece just wants to kiss me all over all the time. She's the sloppiest <laughs> kisser, too. Too, but you like know. if you're upset the dogs come and they're just like no 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 don't be sad don't be sad i'm here and they're just they're just the best yeah yeah I love them so much. <laughs> oh my gosh okay so uh, i i looked up some horse bedding okay yeah and it goes as early and so as early as 1938 500 million pounds oh my was being gambled on horse racing in Ooh. england that's in 1938, lot. that's in 1938, do, like $1938 to today dollars, that would probably just be like, uh, that would be a ton. It's, I, so did not I don't do know that. the math. It's okay. You I did it with could. the, I did it with, with four his, quid last yeah, week. But that's, but. that's not, that was not your closer look. No, it but wasn't. But that's still, that's I a lot of money. I know, especially for back then. And, yeah. And like, post-war it's like where are they getting well yeah and we have to remember too like i guess they're just coming out of a recession because we established that that's why james is like having a hard time finding work is that they're in a recession and these people are just gambling away that much money that's probably why they're in the recession i mean they're trying to get distracted i guess too or just try to quick get a buck you know that kind of thing try to get as like quick money Right. Like I, Tristan did. Like Tristan did. Because <laughs> he lost all of the money. He lost all of it. Oh, my gosh. And now, um, so it says that I, I did see that betting shops weren't legalized until 1960. Okay. So what Maggie's doing, no Not, not so legal, not, I guess. Not great. Yeah, I guess. But, but they, they did still did it. it. Right. I'm just, su- I'm surprised that there is a legal way of betting. But I guess it's just, I guess it's another form of gambling. And gambling is yeah. legal, so. Yeah, which always blows my mind. But like, so, <laughs> I mean, especially because nowadays everything's online. You can just go to an app. It's so easy to lose oh all gosh. of your money. Yeah, I, I've i never gotten into gambling. Like, if I spend a dollar on a lottery ticket, I'm like, ooh, big spender. <laughs> I, that's literally my, <laughs> we go, how Maybe much I'll get cash? $5. Yeah, how much cash do we have? And if it's like $5, we'll go and play like the Powerball or something. But right. that's like That's it. it. 
And it's only when the Powerball's at like $400 million. When everybody's when playing. Everybody's and playing. you have an even smaller chance of exactly, winning. Exactly. <laughs> which makes absolutely no sense because why do I need $400 million? I Like a million should be fine. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's good though because you could give some of it away. Oh, it would all there like, would be a go, lot away. go away. I wouldn't know what to do with it. That's just We're way just too much gonna money. We're just going to put this money with the other money and just let it work its magic. Yeah. Yeah. I'd invest it for the kids. Yeah, they wouldn't have to worry about student loans. No. That would get be a bigger amazing. house. Yeah. I'd love to have a little bit of a bigger I would hire house. a housekeeper. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I would I need Mrs. Hall. I can't. I well, me and my fiance are both terrible at cleaning. So our house is just cluttered all the time. <laughs> like every horizontal surface is covered with like mail, junk mail that we haven't opened and have not thrown away. We could use a housekeeper. That's what I would do with a million dollars. That's so funny. I have such OCD that I like all You'd my like, surfaces nope. as clean as possible. <laughs> I'll, come, I'll just I'll invite you over. We'll just switch. <laughs> so, so, Christina, what was your closer look? So I kind of took a closer look at the different um, relationships Again, in the community. So this one was more aligned with like how are people taking care of each other? Because that's the overriding theme in this episode is like yeah. everybody has somebody's back. And sometimes they have multiple people's backs. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start with Hugh standing up for Farnan because that's like the first one we really get into. Yeah. Um, so Farnan's interviewing for this job with um, this fancy man who thinks that racehorses are different than cart horses general ransom and he's trying to like hold it against farnan that he works on farm farm animals and not race horses mm-hmm. um he stands up for farnan and says listen my dad would only trust farnan to take care of the animals i only trust farnan to take care of the animals so like i'm backing him up you can trust him and uh, he does that at the race course and then he also kind of does it when he comes to visit siegfried after andante is put down um, where he gives him a heads up that, like, listen, people are saying I should talk to a lawyer. And that's when Siegfried's like, no, I'll come out. I'll do a postmortem. And once um, once Siegfried does the postmortem and he says, no, that's what was happening. There was nothing else to do other than put this house, this house down, this horse down. <laughs> I mean, it seems like Hugh understands and he goes off and, you know, he's wounded about it and he's unhappy. But yeah. I think he trusts it. Yeah, he definitely trusts Siegfried. Siegfried's been there for so long with his horses, helping him out. Yeah. And he really trusts Siegfried's and Siegfried's yeah. opinion and his voice. Yeah, there's there's clearly respect between the two. I mean, yeah. I don't know if Hugh is a big fan of James at this point, but probably not. James is also coming for his woman, so there might That's be a true. little more at play there. <laughs> Very true. Um, and then Tristan, we get to see this responsibility growing in Tristan like Tristan is backing up James ever so slowly the responsibility (laughs) there's like one tiny bit of responsibility somewhere (laughs) so uh, Tristan backs up James when uh, they they go back to check on this calf that isn't walking well and um, that's when she calls Harriet the horse killer that's when that comes up and she says I I only want Siegfried to look at this horse and uh, Tristan's just like well Siegfried's not available, so it's James or no one, and she backs down. Yeah, I felt felt really good about that because it's like Tristan's there for James. Yeah, you know, last episode they 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 brought together their relationship, right? And now it's now like it's, he's really like got a his back. Brotherly, it's, it's a family. Yeah, you know, you got it's, that family feeling. It's really good. It's really nice. Um, he also kind of helps James get his mojo back. Yeah, and also um, Tristan's like the only one that calls James Jim. 
So I know. So if I say Jim, I know. So when he said Jim, I was dog. like, "What? Oh, I forgot." Yeah. <laughs> so he he gently helps James get his mojo back. He's like, "Hey, you're kind of losing the audience here. What what do you got? What do you have here?" And he points out the chewed wood and the missing paint. And that's when James realizes that the cow is acting like it has lead poisoning. He goes, oh, the cow has lead poisoning. And um, apparently the treatment for that is Epsom salts. That was very interesting. Yeah, it was like it just... I like I've now it, like lead it. poisoning is so bad. Right. Like I have a specific if your house is built before what like 1970s I think, you mm. need to have a specific paper that says your walls and stuff where your house was tested for lead because oh, they used right. lead paint mm-hmm. way back when. Right. And like now it's like, like huge. Like lead poisoning is so bad and he's just like he's just like Epsom, Epsom, Epsom salts. salts. Epsom salts helps like <laughs> Soothe things. Not I yeah, never I'd, like to cure lead poisoning. Very interesting. It's still used um, as a treatment according to the the cattle site because I did a quick Google on it. So oh. it's still that and um, vitamin B one for treat. lead poisoning. Yeah, to like huh. offset the the symptoms. So that's there interesting. You go. That was that was my closer look within a closer look. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, and then we also have oh well, oh and Tristan also. Um, shows that he he's not completely slacking off in veterinary school because he saw the lead poisoning. He he's saw like, the hey, wood. Hey, look, by the, the way, wood. look over he's there. He's chewing on the wood. Yeah. <laughs> so that that was he did him a solid because he didn't take any credit for it either. That was amazing. Tristan is a good guy. We're slowly seeing him become grown. Um, we also have Siegfried backing up James. I uh, loved that one. Right. Well. I just did. He automatically backed up James. Like, who From comes the in? start. Right. Like, and Hugh he knows nothing filming. about he, it. He has no idea what happened. And he's just like, no, he's a good vet. I don't have any reason to doubt him. And then he brings in James and he kind of doubts him a little bit. But he doesn't let that known in front of Hugh, which I think solid so nice it's good it's like keep it in the family like right you, like we'll deal with our own problems yeah secretly. but like well privately i shouldn't say secretly yeah. <laughs> but, but privately like siegfried definitely keeps the boundary of he is my worker yeah i hired him because of his skill i know right. how good he is i trust what he does because he sends him out on his own he has to trust him right so the trust is there the family is there the relationship is there and it's great that he still does that and sticks up for James, even though he's known Hugh forever. Like he's right. known Hugh for such a long time. And James is new. And James is new, but he still but sticks he, up for him. Yeah. He's like, no, I trust what James said. And yeah. since you're bringing and in a solicitor, it. we'll go and do the postmortem. And to have that is is such a good feeling to have that with, yes. you know, with somebody to you work have, with yes, and your, your, boss. your boss. Yeah. You live with him. <laughs> it's it so be good really to be awkward. trusted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's a, it, like that's really great. And then he also shows concern for James because like James is obviously very torn up about having to put yeah. this animal down. And nobody really is showing him any real concern. Like Tristan's just a joker. So he just uses that. that. <laughs> he just uses the inside information to place the bet so that he can win the money back. There's not really much. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. Like an actual calming. It's just like I'm going to go place my bet now. Mm-hmm. Say, quick, quick thinking right. on his but part. That was though. quick thinking. So quick thinking. Like, I'm a bet on the, the what's, hey, the, what's second the second best, best horse? Put my money on that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Siegfried also shows concern for James and like, you know, he's been in the business long enough to know how difficult that decision is, even when it's the right one. 
Um, and then we also have Mrs. Hall um, supporting Helen uh, by taking Jenny for for a day so that Helen can just have a break and relax for a minute, oh my gosh. a hot minute, like take a break. When somebody gave me Go. a break, like as a mom, I yeah. was like, thank you. <laughs> thank I you. just, and it's I'll great. I'll be back like, never. No, I know. <laughs> maybe I'll come back, but it's just good. You know, you need a break for yourself. So it was really good. A nice uh, camaraderie and, you know, yeah. people looking out for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, she also backs up Helen by gently suggesting, like, listen, Jenny's coming up fine. She's older now. Maybe you can just be her big sister and take some of that pressure off of Helen to be the mother and, well, mostly the mother. Yeah. Because she's mostly the mother at that point. Um, but, yeah, so that's what I have. Also, oh, also, Siegfried backing up James. So at the end, Siegfried doesn't take a job because I he would know. have to fire James. And, like, that is solid. That was, <laughs> that like, is like, amazing. That is above and beyond. So, yeah. So that's 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 what I have. Like, there's that's just your closer so, look. There's so many people coming together. And it's a community. It's a family. Yeah. And, and we talked about the roller coaster ride, the emotional roller coaster yeah. ride. But it was another episode of really building those relationships and showing sh- the different family really dynamics and, and the theme of just and, sticking up for each other. Yeah. The growing family dynamics. It's really, really nice to see it. You don't see that a lot in television anymore. Like just people supporting each other so it's just refreshing it in is. general it's really nice it's very I, I actually really like this show th- th- third episode in I'm really loving it because yeah. it's refreshing it's, from, a, it's the people it is it it's definitely the is yeah and the writing is amazing so and we're halfway through season one we are we're we're halfway there I know I can't believe it <laughs> this is insane what are you interested in learning coming well no, hold on yeah. You kind of know what's going on because I do. you watched it a while ago. So I what do. are you interested in seeing at the next episode? Um, should you not totally recall the next episode? <laughs> I don't I actually don't know what the next episode is off the top of my head. Oh, so yes. that's kind of helpful. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't think that my heart can take another really deep, uh, intense episode. And I don't think that that's where this is going. Okay, Pretty sure good. that it gets a little light and fluffier. I hope not because <laughs> I was if I didn't write notes during that I was I would have been crying like hands <laughs> like, down it was it was happening and bit. I was like let me just write something down to get my mind off of it right so it was really good I I'm like pretty interested to see if Tristan is going to stick around or if he's gonna go back to school oh that's and a good pass point. those last two exams that because he obviously he does he does know something about yeah. veterinary and care and he would be more of a help other than running around getting collecting getting money, money I mean and losing the money and then winning <laughs> right. it back through a bet <laughs> you know he could be useful and actually go back to school right so, but yeah. we'll, we'll see i feel like we're in it now we are here we are members of Derby. <laughs> we are i am are the townspeople <laughs> i know i am fully invested i love it yeah we're getting to the good stuff and i love farnan both the farnans actually so much <laughs> so i can't wait to see what's in store for episode four yes um, yeah So thank you, everyone, for listening. This podcast was produced by Ali Amaros from WITF. I'm Beth Capello. And I'm Christina Zeiters. Share your afterthoughts with us and tell us everything we got wrong about veterinary care. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) At postscript at WITF.org. And we'll see you next time. Woohoo! Bye. Bye. We'd like to thank Pleasant View Communities and UPMC for supporting all creatures great and small on WITF. Thank you.